Blog Talk Radio. If you're listening to Run... Radio. So much fun. Yes. That sounds like a Halloween track. I mean, that's scary. That did scare me a little bit. How do we know if we're on? I think we're on. We'll have to look at chat. Hi, guys. This is Michelle Rundgren, along with my hostess, Hippie Longstocking. Hi, guys. Are you hearing us? We might as well be on the moon. We need. We need, <laughs> we need a space suit, like. Can we borrow your husband's face, dude? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's big. It's like, oh, it's real. I mean, we could probably, like, go in space with that. It's a real space suit. I know I touched it. They're telling us we're on. We are so on. Yeah. That is awesome. But can you guys see us? Yeah. Because our camera's on, but we're not quite sure. Like, okay, Robert says, yep, I can hear you. But, can hear but can you see? See me. See me. Stop it, Pippi. Stop it. <laughs> I'm touching her. I touched it. We uh, need to speak oh, up. Oh, okay. Screaming. Nobody's ever told me to speak up before. <laughs> okay. I've turned this up all the way, and it's on my iPhone. Are Mo- they drunk already? Yeah. Moat says she can't see us. No visuals. Okay. That's probably best because that's- we're naked. We are. We're completely stark naked. Or as we say in Texas, naked. We're naked. We are naked and naked. <laughs> Sorry. I might be. I'm uh, sorry we don't have a camera. We are so excited to be here. We've had such a good day. Right? We have. This is our first day of rehearsal. And uh, Pippi was so great because she's pretty much cast the play for me what, that I'm doing. What was I thinking? Bad boyfriend stories. But first, we need to make some announcements. Yes, your AWOTS gear, shirts, posters at what? Groupiegear.com? Yeah, welcome, Michelle. <laughs> Groupiegear is handling the leftover AWOTS gear. Oh, of which I get it. There is barely anything. Truthfully, there's like one S&H green stamp book and uh, a, a, a koozie. That's it. No, there are T-shirts. There are posters. Get them. Groupiegear.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, an upcoming arena gig. Mm-hmm. At, who's, who's playing with that? <laughs> I think it's the Bay City Rollers. Yeah, that's it. Bay City Rollers. Arena gigs, you can get those at TR Connection and Todd's MySpace. Yeah, you can't get the gigs, but you can get the date of the gigs. Oh, you can get the, but you can't buy tickets unless you know the secret code or something? Yes, you possibly, yeah. You can get a date there, though, I bet, at the TR Connection. You can hook up with someone who might like the Bay City Rollers. Okay, now, we're being, you know, we're, they said we got to try to do the webcam connection. It is clicking, and webcam box should be too. Mm. Well, we don't see any webcam box. Do we see a box? Yeah, I, I don't see. Well, I said we, we were go, naked. Maybe <laughs> if we go back one page. We'll try um, that, fellas. Let's, all right, we're going to try that. Now, now we're um, we're in Austin, Texas at this little guest house. I don't see any, like, thingies. Do you? I don't see anything. I don't think you see anything. Just me and you. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, uh, we're looking, we're looking. Hold on one second. Yes, that's right. Radio, live radio, email, live chat. Okay, we'll, we'll go. just read aloud to them. Now, It'll be you, like blind radio. How'd you go to the chat on that one? Mm, I think I went down. You there. went down here. All right. Thanks, you guys, for being patient because we're trying to make all this happen. And you know, we we got all dressed up and everything. Hmm. No, we didn't. I'm going to make some more announcements while we flounder. Casim uh-huh. um, has gigs which he's going to talk about in a little bit. We're going to let him talk about them. But if you need to know right this instant, then close that window and go to CassimSultan.com. Danny O'Connor has some merchandise available at the Todd store. And if you haven't seen the camo shirts where you could hide in the event of an apocalypse or when your neighbors finally decide they've had enough of your crazy ass and you need to go all, um, what's that guy's name? Kaczynski? Ed Kaczynski, whatever his name was, the Unabomber. Yeah, yeah, Unabomber. Yeah, you could wear this camo shirt and you could hide in your cabin. Uh, It's very cool. Danny designed it. It's got a peace sign and Todd's face on it, so it might throw people off. The peace sign might, with the camo, might be too much for people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and also, Rebop is filling your orders. Oh, he's got a job. Yeah, he has a job. Todd's store is now Rebop Rundgren. Oh, can I get my kid to work there? (laughs) That is child labor. I know. This is like Indonesia. Somebody's got to pay for his college. Mm. Okay. Um, if you have pictures from AWOTS, please upload them on the Runt Radio photo bucket. Yes, and please sign up to upload them. At www.awotslive.com. Okay. Daryl's house, if you haven't seen it, don't watch it right now. Wait till later when you're really drunk because it's great. But you should watch it sober first, too, because it, then you'll realize what great singers these guys are. I mean, rather than just um, knowing that as history, but when you listen, you realize how amazing they are. Todd and I actually watched it when we were in Minneapolis. We had this great room with one caged-in balcony. Like, it was literally a garden, but it was caged in. That's we, better than a coffin-like jacuzzi. That's true. Yes, that's true. So we watched it, and because he doesn't normally watch himself, but it was so good, and they sounded great. Todd said um, most of those were in one take. Well, it looks like it. And when they did Expressway to Your Heart, oh, man. That was, Expressway yeah. to Your Heart. That's called in the rush show. Then it's still on the show. Yeah, people didn't know we were going to sing for them. Um, we have a special guest tonight. We do? We do, and you just you just took us out of it. You mean I'm supposed to actually uh, take go there now? We're going there now? We could. I mean, okay. I think they're waiting to speak to us. Well, all right. So are you going to announce them? Well, yeah. First, I forgot. we got to undo this first. Not them. Oh. Wait, 816, I'm going to mute you again because uh, you're not the special guest, even though you're extremely special. <laughs> okay. This one is more special. <laughs> Specialer. Okay. Uh, now for our special Ed part of the show. Hey, Ed. Wait. Can we hear? You there? Oh, like Doug. Hopefully Doug's not listening. He's probably rolling over. Hit, hit the hand. Touch the hand. Maybe Touch the hand. It's, it's what is that? Yeah, there's the mic. It's supposed to be on. Hi. Ooh, caller. We're on there. Yeah. Hello? Oh, can you hear us? I've been listening to you for the past 10 minutes. Why? You've been listening to her for the past 20 years. <laughs> you guys are out of your mind. Now, hello? 
mind. Oh, what are you doing over there? <laughs> well, we just finished a grueling rehearsal. Actually, it wasn't. We sat on the balcony somewhere, and it was kind of hot. Yeah. No, I heard that. I heard that part. I heard that okay. you were that you were naked. <laughs> That's pretty good for Staten Island boy. Naked. <clears throat> and um, what else did I hear? I heard that you got to pay for Rebops College. Yeah. Well, you know that. I mean, you've had to do that twice before, uh, haven't you? I'm I'm still paying for college. Yeah, and you've got one coming. Hey. What's this gig you're doing? Well, I'm doing a bunch of gigs, actually. By the way, this is Kasim. Hi, everyone. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kazam. <laughs> Hi, Pee Pee. Um, oh. we, uh, we were... Uh, I'm playing some shows uh, coming up. Uh, I got a show on Friday in Ricerstown, Maryland. At, um, at Mikat. Mika's Club or some, um, Mika, Mika, Muka or something like that. I don't know. It's some club in Ricestown. And then uh, next week I'm playing in Dayton uh, at the Canal Street Tavern and then in Chicago at the Abbey Pub and then in Cleveland at Wilbert's. Cool. You're playing all doing, the hot spots. Yeah, all the hot spots. And I'm, and I'm doing all this with a, uh, with a, with a whole band, actually. Which is which is something I don't necessarily normally do. Hello. <laughs> you doing four piece, Yeah, it's just a four piece band. It's me, a, uh, a bass player, a drummer, and a, and a guitar player. I mean, and a, and a keyboard player. <laughs> oh, please, I've been in rehearsals. You you just started rehearsals today. I've been in rehearsals for six days, and I've been singing every single day, and I'm absolutely knackered. I'm shot. Mm-hmm. I hear your. I hear it in your voice. Yeah, I, and and on top of it, I have to do another radio interview at two a.m. this morning in New York. I'm on the Joey Reynolds show. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So. He's, oh, he's actually a big deal in New York. He, yeah, he is. He, you know, he was in Hawaii for a little while. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, he's an old school New York. Okay, so what kind of stuff are you doing? Are you doing all originals or what? Well, um, pretty much, yeah. I mean, between my stuff and and the stuff that I did with Utopia, um, that's there might be one or two other songs from uh, from other artists, but um, it's all it's all my stuff and and the stuff that I sang in Utopia. And a Lady Gaga cover. And a Lady Gaga, which actually, um, do you hear her acoustic version of? Um, uh, what was it? What's the name of that song? P -p 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 um. Oh yeah, um, mm -mm. I heard it the other night on um, on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was cool actually. Oh, yeah, whatever. Her you hit like is. Lady Gaga? It was beautiful. Yeah, it was especially beautiful. I watched it when it was live. I was just sitting home. Yeah, that was good. You I saw did. it, right, Michelle? Yeah, I did actually. And uh, my son Rex complimented me. He said, Michelle, Michelle, come here, come here. He wanted me to see the TV. He goes. Look, see this girl reminds me of you. Yeah, you know what? I can see that. I can see where he thought that. Yeah, thank you, Jan Kessler. Is that you, Jan, who said poker face? Thank you. Poker face. Thank you. P -p -p poker face. Suggestive. Poker face. Yeah. asking for a Cass and Lady Gaga duet. I don't know if they mean like a private one or a public. No, I, it would probably be some kind of you know co-write. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, many people are yammering for you to do something off the Bryce Dalton album. 
not this time around. No, oh. um, not this time around. There's there, there's yeah. very few things off of that record that I I, I would revisit, but. Um, Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I plan on doing some more shows um, after this first batch. So uh, you know, I'll, I'm sure I'll be throwing some new stuff in in the mix here and there. Let's pretend we're on Oprah, okay? I'm sorry. Let's pretend we're on Oprah for a minute, okay? Uh, go ahead. You familiar with Oprah? She's the richest woman in the universe. Yeah, I know who she is. I've heard of her. Okay. We need you to really go to your 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 tender place uh-huh. and tell us exactly you guys how thought it, about this <laughs> go ahead about, we need you to tell us how it felt and how you've recovered from all of the sexual advances that david letterman must have made to you over the years well i have to tell you that um i've as of this afternoon um i filed suit in uh new york uh state court um against David Letterman for not having sex with me. You know, I felt the same way. I was going to pay him $2 million just so I could say I did. No, well, the whole thing is is that, you know, he was having sex with all these, you know, coworkers and, and promoting them and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I've been on the show a few times, and he, and he never had sex with me, and he should have so that he could have promoted me. And, um, oh. and because he didn't now, and he chose to have it with other people, I'm gonna sue him. I'm gonna sue his ass off for not for not picking on me. Right, because it, it really has hindered your career. It could it, have it been. Has put a, it has put a huge dent in my personal life. Yeah, I can see that. So you know, I, don't, I think it's only fair that uh, you know I could have I, I should have been given a shot, and because I didn't get one, um, he's gonna have to pay through the nose. I'm just gonna start saying I did. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> I, wasn't, I was alone with him in a room. He was circling my gig, trying to figure out if my cleavage was a little too nuts for TV. Oh, circling oh, yeah. your gig. Yeah. God, I love circling my gig. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put that one into play. Was he sniffing around, Michelle? <laughs> he was sniffing around. And he got mad at me. I said, wait, who's the boss here? You or somebody else? And, he just... and you know, he really is such a good-looking guy anyway. I, I hear the and I actually do think he's good looking. Anybody with a gap in their front teeth, I swear <laughs> to God, it could be Aunt B. It's that gap in the front teeth. It just does me in. I don't know what. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. I'm shutting up now. Okay, moving right along. Mott asked if uh, David Letterman popped your style cherry. <laughs> Pop my style cherry? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he certainly dresses nice, except for when yeah. he wears white socks. Oh, yeah. I can't get over that white socks, black shoes stuff. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan. Um, but no, David uh, really didn't have anything to do with my um, with my choice of uh, of evening attire. So you weren't into the Michael Jackson white white socks, black shoe thing either. No, um, no, I never. I, I you know. Michael Jackson. As a matter of fact, even if I have shorts on, I still wear black socks and sneakers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really attractive. I I think that could quiet even Letterman's libido, personally. <laughs> yeah, and you got to be all chickeny white to do that, though. Okay, so what uh, are you gonna like divulge any any 
specifics that you're playing? No, uh, I'd rather not. I'd rather I'd rather people, you know, make the trek out to see it and then and then be um, summarily surprised as to what songs I'm playing. I will say that, um, except for a few, it's most of the songs that I've been doing uh, in the past only with a band this time, and uh, I don't think very many people have ever seen me play these songs with a band. So that'll be. Um, That'll be Can something you, different. Are you going to do Love is a Dangerous Thing? Can you yeah. just give us a yeah or a nay? Yeah, I am. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, we're doing that one, and we're doing a couple other ones. We're doing a couple of songs that, well, we're doing at least one song that's never been played live before. So. Ooh. And how does it feel to be band leader? Uh, yeah, I tell you, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, it's, it's not... It's not easy because you you know your ass is hanging out and um and everybody's waiting for you to make a decision and and you know i'm a uh, i'm I'm like the great procrastinator i i can't really i don't really make decisions very well on this that is, that is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? That's me giving you the boxing bell sign does that mean I'm done no. <laughs> that round is over <laughs> am i down am I down for the count Yes. Hey, hey, just so that like she doesn't start randomly putting sound effects in here, should we uh, take let's, some calls? Let's take a caller. Why not? We're going to try somebody from 816 area code. 816. Where's 816? Mm, it's in Lisbon. Okay. Hi, caller. Talk to Hello. Kat. Sorry, uh, 816 is Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, hi, Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> I do. Anyway, I actually just uh, got into the queue to tell them that they were, in fact, on the air. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Chris Williams. You met Hi, my Chris Williams. Corky, so. How are you? Okay. Yeah, I didn't honestly have a question. I was just... <laughs> when was the last... I have a question for you. When was the last time that Todd or any version of Todd's band played in Kansas City? A uh, Liars Tour? Okay. Did, we, did Liars Tour play in Kansas City? Uh, it played at a terrible. It played at a terrible little club with a very low ceiling, so they couldn't set everything up. Uh huh. And uh, my, I was sitting in the front row with my beautiful uh, blonde niece, uh-huh. and uh, you mooched fries from her. I did. <laughs> well, I've been known to do that. That's you know, that's my mo. I mooch. I'm a, I'm a moocher. <laughs> Chasm, you owe me fries. I owe you fries, Michelle. Are you also a hamburglar? No, I'm not a hamburglar. And don't even go there, Pippi. (laughs) Hey, if you guys want to call in and talk to Kaz, then call 646-716-922. If Chasm has mooched your fries, please contact the offices of Marvin and Marvin. (laughs) Marvin. (laughs) For a class action. Yeah, it'll be a stylish suit if it's anything like a Letterman suit. <clears throat> well, I, I, I'm not, I don't think I'll be wearing a suit. It's a little too cumbersome. Oh, you're not going to wear a suit while you play these gigs? That's good. What are you going to wear? Let's talk about your style. You going to wear white tux? No, um, I was actually thinking of going barefoot, but um, I, I don't really want to do that. So <laughs> I'll probably. Um, you know what? It's been so long since I've been able to wear jeans on stage with a band. <laughs> I might just wear some jeans and um, and a shirt. What do you think? They're going to start a Kaz's Dead rumor. Because remember yeah. about the road? Yeah. Start his Dead rumor right now. Kaz is dead. He's speaking to us from a Ouija board. 
But seriously, should I do the jean thing or should I not? No, don't wear the suit. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, wear jeans. Black yeah? or regular okay. jeans. I'm gonna go black. with the jeans. Black? No, not black. Blue. What kind of blue? Do you have I'm... any leggings? Like striped <laughs> leggings? <laughs> uh, just on one leg. Like you know how Michael Jackson wore the one glove? Oh, I'm gonna wear the one leg. Van Halen. Van Halen wore some. Where bar some of what's his head? David Lee Roth. <clears throat> borrow a Harlequin unitard. I want to actually, see you. Actually, actually, you too know, um, was <clears throat> was in the rehearsal place the day before yesterday where we were. Oh, cool. And he I, was going to tonight. Hal was up there with them. Hal Wilner. Yeah. Yeah. Now, wait, they just did a big, huge show when we were there in Chicago, so why are they still rehearsing? They can't well, get some rest. Actually, what, what they did was they, um, there was a birthday party for this guy, Gavin, um, Gavin, what do I want to say, Gavin Miller? I don't think it's Gavin Miller. It's this, this, this guy that Bono grew up with, and yeah. they were both musicians when they were kids, and Bono made it, and this other guy didn't. And um, so it was his birthday, and Bono rented Carnegie Hall for him to have his birthday party in. Oh, cool. So they, they had a bunch of people there, and, I, and Hal put the show together. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, so. Uh, Hal Wilner, so if, for you guys who don't know on the air, Hal Wilner is the musical director for Saturday Night Live and has been a good friend of ours and of Chasm for Gosh, really, really long time. Long time, long time. Anyway, Hal was Hal. That was funny. So, Paz, you know this place, Miko's, that you're going to play in yes. Reisterstown. Uh-huh. Uh, we have some inside information that there is a 20-member divorce-celebrating female party attending. What? Yeah, and there's also, get this, it's going to be like the Sharks and the Jets. There's a 30-member, some sort of a... I don't know if it's like Grand Poobah, you know, fez-wearing royal order of moose, but there is a boy group of 30 people and a rabid divorcee partying girl group, and I, I just want to see him brawl in the middle of the floor during your gig. Either and that or, or everybody just has sex. Well, why does it always have to be about sex? I mean, I'm Because saying, it always is because everything is about sex. Everything uh-huh. is about sex. Uh-huh. Come on, it's money and sex. That's that's what makes the world go around, isn't hey, it? Before we take a caller, I'm, I've been locked on an island. Before we call your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I've been locked on an island. I've never gotten to see you. What, Michelle? I've never gotten to see you play live except acoustic. At, I think it was Madison. Yeah. Uh, so, do you play guitar or bass when you do your band? Uh, I'm playing guitar. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing guitar. I got a bass player from Brooklyn. This really nice kid. His name is Mike Chiavaro. He's great. And um, and Mark Alexander, the keyboard player from Meatloaf's band, is playing piano. And uh, this drummer by the name of Tad McCulley from New York. And it's just the four of us. So why why the choice? Do you prefer playing guitar, or you just miss it? Why you know, you I'll tell you what. That's a really good question too, Michelle, because. Um, it's just something about like being the front guy and playing a bass guitar. Just it doesn't it doesn't like some some people can pull it off like Sting or um, maybe I guess McCartney, but he also plays guitar in the shows. Um, and there's just something about playing bass and being the front guy that I don't know. It's 
doesn't really, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe I'll 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 do it. I don't know. You know, there might be some sometimes where I. Guess I because then you can do both things, you know. You can play bass whenever you want, but yeah, play guitar, cool. Yeah, hey. exactly. So <laughs> I'm just hoping there's more AWOT shows this sometime this year. Oh, Let's start a rumor about that. I heard maybe around somebody's birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of birthdays, so uh-huh. it could really be any time. <clears throat> well, who has a birthday between now and the end of the year? Me. Me. And and you, Michelle. Yeah. When's your so birthday? She's got a great birthday. She's got the best birthday ever, 11-11. My lucky yeah. number. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's Veterans Day, and I used to think that the parade was all for me because my dad was a cop and would direct traffic, so he'd pull the patrol car into, like, the middle of the intersection. I'd sit on the hood of the patrol car, and they would all pass by. And you got to love that. And then you, did you do the queen wave? I was doing the queen wave right now. I wasn't familiar then. I had to practice. Oh, okay. Hey, call? Yeah, we're going to take another caller now. You ready, Cass? He's already been on. Let's take 215. Whoever hey, 215, you're on the air. 215. 215 is Philly. Is that your parole officer? Um, No, I don't have a parole officer in Philly. Everywhere else but Philly. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, area code two one five seven seven eight. You're on the air. You want to say hi to Kaz? Actually, I do. I didn't. I only called in to listen. But hi, Kaz. Uh, hi. Who's this? Hi. I'm Susan Raslovic. I'm from Horsham, just outside of Philly. Yeah. You see, I had you pegged. Said Philly <laughs> area code. How are you? I'm great. A bunch Good. of us are com- bunch of us are coming down to see you on Friday in Maryland. Really? Oh, that's really yep. sweet. Th- are you part of the divorce party? Yes. You are? <laughs> yes, I am. My friend Lori. Oh, crap. Now, who got divorced? Lori. Lori? Yeah, she lives down. She's friends with, um, I guess, the owner of Nico's. Oh, with yeah. um, uh, Mark? I think his name's Mark, yeah. Okay. I don't and, know. I never and, met him. And she just got divorced. Why did Why did they get divorced? Was it like a domestic violence thing? or yeah. Drug? Alcohol? It was nasty. It was, na- it was well. They like always eight, are nasty. I mean, that's you know, yeah, kind of like eighteen or nineteen years, and it was nasty. And she's going to make herself known. You'll you'll notice her. <laughs> really, <laughs> she's very well, outgoing. Well, I'll have very to, outgoing. You know, oh, the brides, <clears throat> the brides wear little veils. Now, what's the divorce party? What's that chick wear? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. And 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 is she expecting lap dances? Well. Are you willing? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Should I it. bring a Should I bring a thong? Yeah. <laughs> and a cop outfit. <laughs> the cop outfit would be great. Okay. Be great. All right. Yeah. Let me just write that down. I'll get that happening. <laughs> All right. Cop outfit, thong. All right. Sunglasses, motorcycle helmet, and um, gun. Okay. You got MCA? Are you going to play YMCA while you wear the cop outfit? <clears throat> no, uh, I'm going to play WYCA. <laughs> YWCA. Okay. Right? Wouldn't that wouldn't that work? Right. Anyway, you, Susan, thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> My pleasure. And, and um, uh, uh, I'm sure that you're going to have a great time at the show. It's uh, it's going to be a wonderful event and a wonderful evening. Um, and the uh, the the uh, the talent. 
we'll make sure that uh, that the talent is to your liking. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling yeah. in, Susan. And thank you all. Bye. Hey, bye-bye. Yeah. I now we talked to I think we talked to 816 already, but Yeah. The that was the Kansas City. Yeah, that was Kansas City, so I think he's just calling in to listen. listen. Oh, okay. Do you have to call in to listen or can you just Oh, you can, you can listen, but you hear it in real time if you call in. So then uh-huh. psychic on the chat room because you can actually hear it before the delay. Yeah. And I receive psychic, so usually I call in and listen when I'm not sitting here in the revered and honorable seat. Oh, I, I also am doing an, another show in um, uh, Philadelphia in November, uh, November 20th, <clears throat> uh, at the M Room. Or was that, wait, 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 no, that is not true. That is absolutely not true. November 20th uh, is Atlantic City. I think December 4th is the M Room in Philadelphia. But, I'll, you know what, I'll post all this stuff. Uh, uh, November Rex's birthday, so um, put a dollar in a slot machine and play a song for him for me, will you? I sure will. I, I love Rex. I really do. He's the best. Him, he was supposed to go home. He was with me for a week with uh, Brandon, and I just sent him over to Hawaii. He was ready to go home. I said, nah, you got to go hang out with your dad. Good. Starting, there you so go. Your, your kids, too, they're starting to hang out with their significant others, and you never get a chance to get them alone. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, Tarek has a girlfriend now, so um, he's he's 14, so he's already out the door. He's hanging out at the mall holding hands and God only knows what else. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, you've given the talk, right, Dad? Uh, uh, yeah, you know what he said? He said, oh, no, that's gross. I don't want to hear that. Stop. Stop. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to know that. Uh, um, <laughs> So he'll find out on the street. Good for him. That's how I found out. <laughs> hey, uh, we have another call. I'm going to plug in caller. You are from area code 561. Caller 561. Aloha. Long Island. Oh, aloha. No, no, that's 516. Oh. It's a five. dyslexic joke that they okay. did down here. This is Jay Blumrose, and how are you folks doing? Oh, hey, Jay. Hey, hey how you doing, Kaz? Hey, hey Michelle, how are you? Busy? Excellent. Pippi, listen, wait, hold on, Jay. Pippi, yeah. you got to you got to be faster on the on, on the sound effects. Like as soon as you should, as soon as Jay said, "This is Jay Bloomhausen, whatever whatever the hell." Bloomrosen, I've been calling Bloom a lot Rosen. of things. This is Jay Bloomrosen. Then you should have hit the yay. So why don't we try it? So please, let's try this again. Hello, caller. Hi. Who this is, is this? This. Oh, my God, I screwed up my line. Damn. Go ahead. Who is this? It's Jay Bloomrosen. Knock, knock. i got to say it again because it it was stopped. It's now a switchboard. It's it's, it's not an operator error. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Who is this? You called me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Exactly. Thank you. So how are you folks doing? We're well, and you? Excellent, excellent. But all those books that I did, yeah, not really nice. They're out. Everyone yeah. can go look for them. But I'm not here to pimp myself. Okay. Because that's what I normally do. Well, I brought it up. Oh, you see, I missed some of the broadcast somehow. No, no, no. I, I mean, just that... brought it up now when you call. I said, "How's the book doing?" Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, that was karmic because I was listening to. Obviously, there's some sort of delay. I was listening to it on the internet. Oh, there's always a delay. So there life you go. Well, thanks for delays. asking. Life, life is nothing but delays. I uh, yes, I'm used to that. I'm um, delay. I. Hey, okay, how is the, well. you the book was out? The all seven of them are out, and <laughs> and they've actually all been uh, subtly re-altered. Just over the last little, a couple of pictures that were a little dark in some, and a few. If folks out there blurb, the publisher didn't want me saying this, but I'm sorry, I'm saying it anyway. If some of you people think some of your pictures are a little dark, they go are. to blurb support and ask for replacements, and the deal has been struck that they will be replaced for everyone oh. for free. They did not want me saying that, and I, I, what can I say? I cannot resist telling people that. The availability is out there that they've been redone some. Yeah, so. you said that on the number one music show on Blog Talk Radio. You just disseminated that information to ten people. <laughs> well, there you go. So you ten people, if you you know, if you feel the need to, and if you're not happy, you can check them all out online now. Also, the entire books I made them have public. A I'll have a minion, Jay. There you go. Please. That would be good. I will pray as well. Manish Tanahalala Hazemi. Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, we are part of the Mashpucha. The Mashpucha. Yeah, Already that, on. That's family. So there you go. So have you folks, did you bring up your show yet, Michelle? Which show? Oh. Chasm, oh. tell them about our show. Uh, well, their show. I don't know anything about your show. What's it called? Woman's World, correct? Woman's World. Oh. It's a woman's world? No. Oh, what was I thinking? Bad boyfriend stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm confused as hell then. Have either of you been bad boyfriends? Bad <laughs> uh, yeah. Need you ask? Sadly, I don't have the opportunity often, but yes, I have been. It's a great it was, title. Oh, thanks. It, it was. I actually licensed a book, and uh, took their their monologues from a whole bunch of different writers. Uh-huh. And uh, I wrote a play around it and edited all their stories and some famous writers and some not-so-famous writers. And we're going to have a blast with it over here. And, gentlemen, it's really not just for girls. Don't worry. It's not male bashing. But we're inviting stories about bad girlfriends because I know they're out there. Hey, I can't give you help with that thing, but I have some stories about bad boyfriends. So. <laughs> Well, I okay, can't Kaz, help you there. Why don't Jay and Kaz, why don't you guys just take the show from here and cover the entire panoply of human existence? So, Jay, um, yes. after the book got published, um, after the seven books were published, is that, this is like, isn't there like um, uh, some kind of ancient uh, law uh, regarding the seven books? Isn't there like seven books of Moses or something like that? Seven yes, that's why I coincided them to come out on Yom Kippur. Oh, cool. Yes, I fasted and prayed that the books would sell. Yeah. Atoning for something now, Jay? Oh, me. I have nothing to atone for. I'm atonal. <laughs> I love it. Get it. Uh, yeah. Um, and you're in Florida, correct, Jay? Yeah, I, I live down in West Palm Beach, uh, which I love. It's 90 degrees every day. It's just great. I love it. The tropics yeah. are wonderful. And if I can't be in Hawaii, I prefer to be uh, in Florida. We need to do a show in Hawaii. Yeah. 
I'm there if you, if you announce it. Everybody raise your hand. Let's go back. Uh, I have two hands up, and you don't want to know how I'm holding the phone. I've got a little stage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where's, where's, where's your show being held, and when's the opening? Yeah, you're going to have to open. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and you'll feel like you're walking on water. Uh, I, I would love to open for you. When? No, seriously, when are you opening? It's next um, weekend, am I correct? Show, it's the last two weekends of October in Austin, Texas, capital of Texas, presumed music capital of the world, but we're going to make it the monologue capital of the world on the 22nd and 23rd and 24th, yeah. uh-huh. and the 29th, 30th, and 31st, which is the birthday of the illustrious Doug E. Fresh, who's your host normally. Yay! But we have him That's what we heard. Yeah. Yay. Well, you're gonna, you know, you you <clears throat> you are gonna start your your uh, your show off with the woman's prayer, correct? Uh, I'm not familiar with once again. Manishtana halayla hazel. No, 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 no. Never mind. Woman's, I'm, su- I'm surprised <laughs> you guys don't know the woman's prayer. The woman's prayer is I pray for wisdom to understand a man, to love, to forgive him, and for patience for his moods. Because if I pray for strength, I'll just beat him to death. I'm not even going there. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, not there. So, um, uh, I like I like Jay's prayer better anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, so there you go. It works for me. That's very cool. Hey, tickets for our show, What Was I Thinking? Bad Boyfriend Stories, are available at michellerengren.com. And uh, there's also it, a Facebook site, which is What Was I Thinking? The Play. You want to search it that way, or if you go, if you're a friend of mine, and I don't know why you're not, if you're not, uh, go to my page or go to Michelle's page, because we also, I think a lot of our friends also have that um, link posted, because we have lots of lovely friends. I am blowing you kisses right now. And then Chasm, can people Swat. get tickets yes. people can with- People can get tickets to my shows at uh, groupiegear.com, Chasm Sultan, uh, the Chasm Sultan store. K-A-S-I-M-S-U-L-T-O-N dot com, or oh, store dot com, and um, also at the individual websites. The best place to go, which has always been the best place to go for anything regarding me, is casaminfo dot com. And you can always, Sue always has the most uh, up-to-date and correct information on anything that, I'm, that I ever do. So. Cool. So there you go. But listen, guys, my voice is, is shot. I mean, it's it's shot to hell. And um, I got it. I have to sing tonight on the radio. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At okay. 2 a.m. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can take a couple more calls if, if there right. are any. Are there any more calls? If there are I, any, then. I'll um, say goodbye if necessary. Right. Okay. Hey, caller 215. 215? Is that Susan again? No, wait. Actually, we're gonna do. We're gonna go to four one five. Sorry, he's coming or she is coming on right now. Oh, then, yep. There we are. Caller four one five, which is San Francisco. San Francisco. You're on the San air. San Francisco. Hello? You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Did you just say hello? Yes. Good. We'll say it again. That's hello. Actually, I'm supposed to be on the. I'm actually on my iPhone. This is Joan. Michelle. Hi, Hi, Joan. Joan. Okay. Hi. I, I thought don't. I was calling a just listen line because I was away from my computer. <laughs> nope, now you have to come up with a question for Kaz. Oh, well. 
And ask me uh, a question about Michelle. <laughs> a question about Michelle. Yeah. Um, um, so how about that musical that you're working on? <laughs> Are you going to come, Jeff? Are you coming to see it? I am. I'm actually trying to put things in place so that I can actually come and see it. Is that Pippi? Yes. Hi, honey. Hi. Hi. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking into flights and all that kind of stuff. I hear it's a really small theater, um, and I don't know um, – exactly what part of Austin it's in or anything like that. I need to scope all that out. Austin is a small place, and it's right by my house, and a lot of other people <laughs> that you know will be here. And nice. we, will be your, we will be your host, so you won't get lost. Okay. And we won't let any Very bad nice. trouble you unless you want them to get you. You know, not usually, no. <laughs> I actually hear about all these, uh, you know, well, my parents lived in Houston for a while, so, yeah, Rowdy, Texas. Usually a little bit frightening. <laughs> Don't talk to, about Pippi that way. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's she's one rowdy female Texan, which is just a different thing altogether. Oh, it's cowgirls that you want. Okay. <laughs> hey, easy there, cowgirl. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, gosh, it's great to hear you guys. Um, are you guys getting excited? You oh, should be. We had, we had such a good rehearsal today. Did you? Yeah, ours was Maybe. easier than Chasm's. He has to be the band leader. How many how many people are in the uh, are, are in the play? I mean, is it like uh, are, are different people doing yeah. different monologues? Yeah, we had it harder than you because we had eight women. I don't care how long you've been doing it with your guys. We had eight women for, for what three hours today, so we win. And then we have huh? one male in in that plays a bartender. Uh-huh. And, but we haven't found him. We haven't we haven't had him yet. We're gonna have auditions. <laughs> what starting tonight? What? <laughs> How long is the show? It's two weekends, so six dates, three each weekend, the last two weekends of October. Um, How, I was teasing. What's, I what's the running I mean, time? I thought, yeah, the run time. I thought, boy, that is a long show. <laughs> Hope there's an intermission for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we get a, we're sleeping bags in the hallway. <laughs> it's, it's a little over 90 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, have fun. Well, gosh, I will, guys, I will be trying very hard to be there, and I would just like to listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll put, we'll put you on hold. Hey, Chasm. Sorry, I'm brain dead after working today. Sorry. Hey, Chasm. Yeah, guys. Much. And can, uh, I think 512. All right. Uh, one more question. Let's see if we have time for one more question, then then we'll let you go rest of the way. Thank hey, you. Uh, Eric, 512, do you have a question for Kaz? Yes, I do. Hi. Hey, Kaz, it's Mott. How you doing? Hey, Mott. How's it going? It's going, man. i got to tell you, it was so good to see you in Akron oh. and in, in Stanford and everywhere else you were. Well, back at you, man. I, I just love you guys so much, and you know, anytime I can afford to, I'll support you. And if I'm not there, it's just because I can't afford it. I got you. But I'll be there in spirit. But first of all, I'm jazzed about your new band. you got to tell us the name of your band. Everybody in the chat room is going, what's the name of the band? Okay, the name of the band is Fat Helen and the Chickens. You are lying at your ass. <laughs> I think that's a great name. Fat Helen and, Fat Helen and the Chickens. <laughs> but I think you should change the name of the band to that. Cause you think I should change the name of the band? To that. That's just too damn funny. Uh, that is the name of the band, Fat Helen and the Chickens. You are making that up. Oh. Well, you think I was born yesterday? You know, I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that's the name. Because whenever <clears throat> I'm, I'm in an airport with Todd and Jesse and Prairie and Rachel and Phil 
and Randy Brown, and somebody comes up to me and says, are you guys a band? And I say, yeah, we're a band. And they say, well, well, what's the name of your band? Fat Helen and the Chickens. I love it. Yay! I'm pushing. That's so cool. Well, I'm really tickled to have seen A. Watts, first of all, I have to say. Oh, my God, what a mind blow. You guys played the most intricate music, and you act like you'd been doing it for a long time. Really yeah. amazed by it. We had been doing it for a long time, a week. <laughs> that's, no, I know. That's why I'm saying. I mean, what you guys did was just outrageously outstanding, and I know I'm prejudiced, granted, but I'm calling you guys the Interstellar Musical Mayhem Band. Well, we got to continue to do more, so we got to we got to we got to make sure that we do more and more and more. Well, I mean, there's just no point and, in and we Michelle need... going to all that trouble making costumes. I want to see more of her work on stage. She worked her bunsies off, and I, now we all want to see some more. I mean, it was so fun, and uh, I, I just I sent you this nice mushy letter just telling you how much I thought you guys were all so incredible, in you know individually and collectively. What a freaking awesome band! Thank and you. you just got to tell everybody else I love them too. But I'm telling you personally because I got in on the last minute to tell you I love you. I can't wait to support you guys and also Michelle and Pippi. I want to support you guys and I wish you could come down for Halloween. I am super slammed. I'm going to be booked for most of those dates. I'll be lucky just to catch the opening. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike. You got to you got to get you behind to uh, London and Amsterdam too. Dude, I'm already there. That's why I'm working my ass off for Halloween okay. so I can right, see my pennies. Right. I know you got to rest your voice, dude, so um, then I will just pester the girls about, um, just let you guys tell us more about the play, because we're all listening about that, too. Um, listen, I just did want to say one other thing, guys, Michelle and Pippi, that um, the Chicago show is going to be recorded and available for a download um, right afterwards, so um, check that, you can check that out, uh, anybody who wants to, um, who can't make it to one of the shows in Dayton. Cleveland or or Chicago or um, right? How do you pronounce it? Reisterstown. Reisterstown. Reisterstown, uh, Maryland. There'll be a, a live download available. Cool, and that's and that's on available on your website as well. Info about that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Be... Dot com. Yeah. Okay. And listen, if I don't speak, to, well, I'm. Uh, I don't know. Am I going to see you before uh, the opening, Michelle? I uh, know I probably, I probably won't see you, but I'll see you uh, hopefully um, for some A Watch shows. You know, I hope we see each other before Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I hope we will. I'm, I'm sure I'm, uh, we probably will. And thanks for sharing your stage with me for those last four minutes. I really oh, I love well, that, that was a thrill for me too, Michelle. It really was. I was so glad that you came out and and stood on my little riser, and it was just special for me too. It was very sweet. Yeah, but I'm I'm. I'm I'm going to go, guys. All right. Bye, Cass. Have really good shows. Kick ass. Thank, we love thank you. Thank you so, so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. For being our guest and keeping us in line. Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you later. Aloha. Bye, honey. Right. Aloha. Bye. All right. So we're going to take one more call and see if it's just to listen. Not that one, because I think these, those little things mean they just want to listen. But, uh, nope, that's wrong. That's what? <laughs> What? No calls? I think the hand means they just want to listen. No, that means they want to talk. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God somebody's paying attention. Hey, caller, 214, where are you? Oh, now you put them, you muted them again. Mel. Hi, now who's this again? Melly Mel. <laughs> it's Melly Mel. <laughs> are we doing okay, Cruz Mel? Cruz Mel. 
I'm doing great. You girls are doing a very fine job, sound effects and all. Yay! Yay, thanks for giving us a little night off. We're enjoying chatting in the chat room. Oh, I know. We can't. We keep flipping back and forth. You guys have to do that when you're on the air. You have to flip between the two screens about the chatting and the and the regular yeah. phone calls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, that's why we get paid the big bucks. Not. <laughs> yeah, I just want to thank you and Doug for, um, well, we thanked you a while ago, but I just can't thank you enough for, for doing the A-Watch tours and for doing Rundgren Radio. It's Having done a week-long or an every-week radio show, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a labor of love. We love it. I mean, I, I know I'm speaking for Doug here, and we love it. So, and we've learned a lot, and you know, we get to talk to cool people like you and and uh, Todd and Chasm and and all kinds of guests. In fact, I I was just going to compliment Chasm, and I'm going to go ahead and say it now, even though he's not listening. But I wanted to tell him what a fine job he did on Does Anybody Love You? I loved how he came out and turned it into a vaudeville show, kind of. Wasn't that great? That was really cool. The suit and the mic, it was beautiful. Yeah, hey, Michelle, whose idea was it to use that type of microphone? That was, you know, kind of old school. Yeah, that was Todd. He wanted to do an old school mic. And if you talk to Greg Rubin, he was not very happy because he, of course, wants Todd to use the best things so he can make Todd's voice sound the best. Todd is Michelle's husband. (laughs) Really? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes he's my boyfriend. On days beginning with Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not the most expensive mic that Greg wanted him to use, but Todd thought that the look was just as important. Oh, I loved it. I thought it looked great and, and uh, on the pay-per-view and everything. So it's going to look fabulous on the DVD. Michelle, were the tuxes Todd's idea or your idea? Uh, definitely Todd's. In fact, you know, I was I cracked up when I I heard when they came in. He he ordered them on his own, and I kept, you know he didn't tell me anything about the costumes until a few days before the show, and that's when I found out that he would be performing naked unless I helped him. Well, he had a tux. That's what he had. <laughs> and he ordered some online, but it hadn't come. So I guess Which you one? Got- Oh, Mel, you can save us here. I mean, what are you doing tonight? What are you doing on the radio if it's your night off? I'm in the chat room. I finally can actually chat with people instead of yeah, keeping you're... one eye in there and one eye on the switchboard or whatever. But uh... I'm really hating it. I love chatting, and I can't chat tonight, and it really bugs me. And I'm, I'm usually good at multitasking, but this is hard. It's a hard interface to manage. <laughs> Sorry about that. But you guys, you guys are doing so great. I think you guys can take over the show anytime you like. We will do this for you whenever you want. Okay. And have something else going on. Um, we're going to so, see you, though. So, um, so are you guys going to share any any of the you know snippets from the Bad Boyfriend stories tonight, or are you going to keep that all a secret? No, I think uh, I think we can share one. Um, Pippi's going to go get the script. We have... Um, now, I'm going to be reading this for the first time. We have one from Terry Gar. It's a true story. And, uh, oh, they're in the black, uh, they're right by the back, the front door. Oh, the back door is the front door here. I'm staying in Austin, a little guest house. It's super tiny. It's like a dorm room. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
Do you want to read it or do you want no, me to? No, you're going to read it. Okay, now remember, this is new to me, too. It starts the second act, and it's one that Terry Gar sent in. Uh, she sent, of course, a really long one, and it was an audio file. So I'm going to listen to the audio file and try to do it the way she read it. But I, I have listened to it before, so here's my Terry Gar, not yet an impression, just her words. And I titled it, Hammer in My Heart. Oh, I did boy. that for you guys. Yay. <laughs> November 18th, 1989, 4.13 a.m., and my phone rings, and this woman's voice says, is this is Terry Gar? And I go, yes, I think so. And she goes, well, I just want you to know that I've been sleeping with your boyfriend since August, and um, that I just caught him in bed with another girl this morning, and I threw out all his potted plants in the pool, and I, um, I got your number from his phone book, and I'm, I'm like, who is this? My name is Donna, and um, I was going around with this guy for quite a long time, and he always told me, well, I knew he knew you, and he said that you were business partners with him, and um, he would drive me around in your car. He told me it was his car. And I said, well, um, thank you very much for the information. I hung up the phone. I thought a lot about it. What should I do? Should I just sit here? I, I mean, I was totally blindsided. I'm completely naive about this, but started to hyperventilate. I mean, this is the guy I was having a relationship. We were actually um, you know, trying to have a baby together, and I was taking those fertility drugs. So I was a little bit crazy from those extra hormones. Anyway, he had a few things that he left at my house in drawers. Well, he was practically living with me. Um, so I thought, I'll just put these all in a box, and I'll take them back to him now because obviously he doesn't need them anymore. So I put them in the box his socks and the underwear, and then there's a few baby pictures and whatever crap of his that was left at my house. I put it all in a box, just throwing all this stuff in a box, and then I happened to see a hammer sitting there, and I thought, oh, I'll just throw that in a box. I really had no premeditation about this. I just threw it in there. So I put the box in the car, and I started driving up there. I realized how murder can happen because, you know, I was just so, well, nothing was going to stop me. Uh, if someone came up to me and said, here's a million dollars cash and $10 bills if you stop this car, I would go, you'll have to keep your fucking money because I'm going. <laughs> I pull out this box of stuff and I walk up to the front door and I ring the doorbell. Door, 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 Nothing, nothing, nothing. So I go, oh, well, what the hell? So I call out, here's your underpants, here's your socks, here's your stuff, here's your pictures. And I'm, oh, what's this hammer doing in here? So I pick up the hammer and I start breaking the windows. Break, 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 break. Crash, 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 crash. Now, he lived in one of those houses that had on, like, Tudor windows, you know, lots and lots of little teeny glass. Break, 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 break. Crash, 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 crash. Okay, here's the... And the front door, those little windows. Crash, 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 crash. I walk around the garage, and they have little windows up there. Crash, 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 crash. I go to the side. Crash, 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 crash. I get back to the kitchen, and I go, crash, 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 crash. And I see him in there, in a robe, on the phone. I figure it's time to, you know, maybe, like, wrap this up since he's on the phone with the police or something. So I guess, well, maybe I better haul my ass out of there. As I come around the front of the house, there's this cop. Well, he was a fake cop, Bel Air Patrol, and I, I don't know what they are. Anyway, for the first time in my life, I was so happy someone recognized me. 
I could tell he thought I was in there being, you know, molested or whatever, that I was the victim, which, of course, I was, but in a different kind of a way. And he asked, oh, oh, Miss Gar, are you all right? And I said, well, I am now. And my hammer and I got back in my car and drove away. And that's Terry Gar's bad boyfriend story. Yay! If I had my special effects going, I would hit the button right now. <laughs> that's really good. So, so tell us. I mean, did uh, actors and act or actresses, whatever actors too, send in these stories, and they went into this book, and you drew out a few from the book, or how did that come about? Yeah, there are there are uh, two people that I met at. It's called G8. It's where Todd spoke, and they had, they said this book was coming out, and they had gotten all sorts of stories from different. Uh, writers, mostly writers, and only a few actresses, Carrie Fisher, but we don't have her in the show. Her story is really freaking long. But the book's called What Was I Thinking? So you guys could read other stories. There are, I think, 58 stories in the book, and so I took 12 or 15 of them and edited them down and wrote a storyline through them. And uh, at first, they none of the authors would allow me to change any of their words until they saw the first production in Kauai, and then they they all gave me their permission to rewrite anything. So that's been kind of fun. Well, did either one of you guys put in a personal bad boyfriend story of your own? We were going to, but Michelle poo-pooed my idea. It was, I don't know, it was just a little bit much. Um, (laughs) Because it was sad and tragic because the worst dumping I've ever had was my teenage son. He dumped me as the most important woman in his life, and it was so Sad, the whole audience would have needed Prozac. And Michelle said, God, Pippi, we expect you to make us laugh. <laughs> so I got I got put off for a depression musical we're planning for the new year. <laughs> oh, good. Very good. All right, I, kids. So I, I will let you go. I just sort of wanted to know the answer to some of those questions, and I didn't want y'all having to ask each other those questions. Hey, thanks. I, I will actually ask Pippi to talk a little more about what she did here. But, Mel, thank you so much for, uh, you know, all you do, and uh, we appreciate you being there. Well, I'm going to see you here in a few weeks down in Austin, and then... Uh, uh, what? You're going to see us sooner than that, but we're not talking about that. Oh, that's right. That's true. That's right. Okay. Well, then, then there's also the uh, uh, rumor mill that's going around that I might see you in another place other than Austin, so who knows? Who knows? Uh huh. Like maybe it'll be Hanukkah. You can bring me a present. Maybe. <laughs> All right, girls, you have a good night, okay? Bye, honey. Bye bye. And everybody out there, I will tell you that I do have a couple stories in this play that I wrote, but none of them are about Todd because I married my bad boyfriend. So, you know, once you do that, then you can't talk about your bad boyfriend. Um, And, in fact, one of the stories near the end of the show I wrote, and it's a true story, but it was about my grandmother. And, you know, it it was actually the – after we do the show, then we can read read a a few more. I'll post them online or something. So, 816, are you – you're still just listening online. Pippi, why don't you talk about how you helped me cast this? You want to talk about that? Yeah, I was lucky. Um, Dr. Toons, who was famous in the Rundgren world for helping us have the best party ever. Wasn't that a great party? 
I, I know I can't see you guys chatting, but I know everybody's doing the wave right now. I can see you in my mind. Um, Dr. Toons helped me hook up with a new friend who I had had the pleasure of, of having drinks with last summer, and it started brewing in my head that Michelle was really serious about this thing. And she sent me the book last spring, and I had ultimate faith that we would do a show, but I was unwilling to cast it until after AWOTS. My whole life was on hold. And so I called this mutual friend of Jimmy and I, and I asked her if she would help me with some casting ideas. And she plugged me in so hard into the Austin acting community. I was a little bit in it myself, but not in the capacity of hiring people. So um, after I got back from AWOTS, I got really busy, terribly industrious. I was like a cloud of activity, and I found amazingly perfect women for these yeah. roles. True. Yeah, Michelle has been happy. I'm happy. Um, but I tell everybody that what convinced me that we were going to pull this show off is watching Michelle bring A. Watts costumes to life. I felt like I had to sell this show to these women without a script because Michelle was bringing it, and the script we read today was amazing. And I had the ultimate faith in her. I knew she was going to pull it off, but nobody else in that crowd knew Michelle. All of our potential cast members had to have faith in me, and I had ultimate faith in Michelle. So what we did today, I've been in a couple of plays, and I have never had a first read-through that was as solid as this one was. I don't know about Michelle, but for me, it's going to be a great show. Any anxiety I had is now, instead of a 1,000, it's only 700. <laughs> Anybody who wants to come to the show is going to laugh. It's fun. It's a great little theater in a great part of town. It's easy to get to Austin. It's cheap. The economy needs you to come see our show. So there. Michelle? You know, actually, since uh, we've kind of talked about the show a lot and, and Kaz had to go, um, I know you thought it would just open the floodgates if we talked about people's, what they, you don't want to do that about. I don't care. What I, what I was curious about is if we could have some stories from you guys, if they're not bad boyfriend stories, then I would like to know, like, if you had to pick a song or two that meant something to you, and, you know, we're on Run Gun Radio, so I'm curious. I never have time when I'm rushing out of the elevator, and everybody always wants to tell me what their favorite Todd song is and why. Well, this is your chance now. Um, I have two. I'll, I'll start it off. I have two really – I think everybody knows that Hawking's one of my favorite songs because it's beautiful. And I think it was one of the few I didn't hire myself to sing on Nearly Human. So that was really pretty. Um, but the other two that I think changed my life, um, one was Parallel Lines. And that was, I think people know that I, I was, Todd was with someone and I was with someone. And I was at my parents' house all sad trying to figure out, you know, I can't decide, you know, whether to get a divorce or not because I'm not going to be able to be with this guy. He's with someone else. And he sent me that that song. And I thought, oh, yep, yeah, even if i got to be single, <laughs> I, I need to, to leave this relationship. Then the next song that actually kept me in a relationship, and that was with the author. Um, I had gone to L.A. to work, and I'm single now. I'm divorced. Um, Todd moved to San Francisco, and it, that was kind of so that we could see each other occasionally. And that was only about once a month that we got to see each other. So I started dating a kind of famous actor 
who knew I was madly in love with Todd, but he needed to go to parties with someone. Was it Michael J. Fox? It, he, Michael Jackson, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm never going to tell who it was. Uh, we drink a little more, <laughs> you might. <laughs> um, it, it, I thought it would be really smart. I thought, you know, I'll just tell my boyfriend, Todd, that I have somebody that I can go on dates with in L.A., so that's fine. I'm fine now. Um, and he knows I'm madly in love with you and that I'll date you once a month for the rest of our life. Well, he wrote a song called uh, Fidelity and got very upset, and then he invited me to move in with him after that. He thought, nope, that's not going to work for him. Years later, that song, you know that that you know the line, one day the glove is on the other hand? Mm-hmm. Well, one day the glove was on the, on the other hand, and it kept me in that relationship. I went home heartbroken, thinking that's it, I'm leaving. I put that song on, and I knew I wouldn't leave. And I knew I, I owed him one. Wow. Ah, now it's That is really touching, but just to be more positive, because those are be- that's beautiful, but it's painful. Parallel Lines is hard. It's it's hard to watch him do it on night music. It's probably everybody's favorite version. Um, I've been listening to POV all the time lately. Uh-huh. And that was kind of a, a, a genesis of your relationship album. So it's hard for me not to think of you as the inspiration of some of those songs. And whether or not, and I almost don't want you to burst my bubble, okay. the song Stand is, is you to me because you are so positive and so convicted you have so much conviction oh, thanks. and so when you stand you stand for something and I always think whether it's true or not and maybe you shouldn't say that that is Todd's <laughs> song for you I mean all the sermon drawing and you know baby love the one you're with you can't be with the one you love whatever <laughs> those are beautiful thoughts but you fall in love with people and you're going to love them till the end of their life for other reasons I mean the flesh is going to retire yeah. Hopefully, God, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the brain is going to be, you know, going on. And, and what a person stands for, I just think you are, especially as a woman, as a beautiful woman, because when you're a beautiful woman, you don't have to stand for anything. Well, thanks. I'm, I'll tell you, I actually don't know if that's about me or not. I know Fix Your Gaze is. I know some other ones. But I never ask. And I, because I don't want him to be edited. If they're, if he's going to write a love song, I mean, we have the don't ask, don't tell thing. I need to let him be the artist that he wants to be without any editing. If he has to edit on my behalf, then we all lose. Well, and sometimes a song, I know this because I'm married to a songwriter, it's not just about one thing. It's frequently, sometimes those songs are years and years in coming. Um, Lately, people have been passing around, and this is kind of a different track, but I want to ask you, a version of um, Maybe I Could Change. And it was on Oblivion, and it was done by Cass, and it's a little more up-tempo than this edit that's going around that's just taught on piano, and it's not a demo. It was performed somewhere, I don't know when, but it just is an entirely different song. And so even one song interpreted by two different people, maybe at different times, can be about different things. And these songs, to me, that song, Maybe I Could Change, feels like it came from the Hermit era. Ah, I don't know. But it could have. It you know, could I've have, seen yeah. songs at my house. I've heard them go through changes. It takes longer than several presidencies for them to come <laughs> yeah. to their fruition. 
So who knows what they start out about? We're going to take a caller. All right. This one is from 434. Caller, you are on the air. It's Bill Bricker. Hi, Hi Bill. Bill. Where's my yay? <laughs> oh, you yayed. And now, there it is. Now, we have Bill Bricker. Yay! There we go. That's excellent. I knew this show was going to be crazy, and you guys have exceeded my expectations. So well, thank you for that. It's yeah. very entertaining. But um, you took a serious note, and I know I've I've communicated this to you before, Michelle, but um, I just thought this would be good timing. Um, my I owe basically my life for the last 20 years to seeing you and Todd when you were first together. Um, around my, I guess, 30th birthday, I decided to take advantage of my relationship with Ruth and and uh, go to a Todd show, and we went out to dinner, and we were just heading towards, like, somewhere on South Street, Downey's on South Street or something like that, and you and Todd were just walking along, looking in windows, holding hands, and I looked at you, and I said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not in love. I don't have that, and uh-huh. it had a very profound effect on my life to where I into one relationship not knowing where I was going to go. I just took a blind leap. And then very shortly after that, I, I fell in love, and now I've been married 21 years with two girls. And so I just wanted to take the opportunity to tell you in front of uh, the tens of listeners that um, that does have impact. I mean, the things Todd does have impact. And uh, so thanks for that. Uh, I know that is a sweet story, Bill. And it's just romantic. Are you, you think you're, you're romantic? Do what? Oh, he's a romantic. She's asking if you're romantic, and I'm answering for you. Yeah, you're. He's a romantic. The PP, you would know. You're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? you should have read the writing on the girls' bathroom wall at the City Century in Akron, Ohio. That's all I got to say, Miss. How, how do you know? How do you know I didn't write it? <laughs> uh, I think you did write it. <laughs> hey, I'm not telling. That's a, thanks for sharing that story, Bill. Thank you, You're Bill. You're welcome. You guys are doing you guys are doing great. I'll get off here and let you guys um, no comments from you, Doug, and I'll let you guys continue your great show. It's going great. Talk to you later. And back to love. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, should we take a call? Yeah. We're gonna take another call. Five, eight, five. five. You're on the air. Wait, we haven't there we go. Okay, five eight uh, five. You're here. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's Veggie Girl. Hi, Edge. I thought it was you. Yeah, it's me. What's going on? We're talking on the radio. <laughs> Can people hear us? Yeah. Is this like a pub- public conversation? <laughs> don't say anything you don't want to get out to the ends. <laughs> Michelle, I have a story for you. Okay, what's the story? Who's it, bad boyfriend? Um, no, I don't have any bad boyfriends. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky, actually. Not really bad, just kind of, anyway. But anyway, years ago, a long, long time ago, I think 1987, I want to say, I went down to the chance of Poughkeepsie to see Todd, and you were being his road manager that tour. Uh-huh. And you were, I used to like to get there early so I could get up front, but we had car trouble, so we were, um, we were pretty far back. We were behind the soundboard, and when... Todd came out to do Compassion. You were standing at the soundboard, and he was singing the song, and you were crying. Mm. 
That's because he's a human being, and that's the effect it has on human beings. Correct? But it was just interesting to me knowing that, because they were Todd and Michelle were in a relationship at that point. So I was just like, wow, that's, it just struck me as really intense. I was like, wow. You know, because, you know, Todd's just some guy who, he's a musician to us, but, you know, he's her boyfriend. And she, this song is making her cry. So I'm like, wow, what, does she know something else? Or, you know, is this song particularly significant to her for some reason? You know? No, I, I, think, what, I think what's funny is what happens to me is I get so caught up in daily life. I mean, we're really just mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa. It sounds weird, but I do. I, I don't see him. I see him as totally different. Until I pause, and when I see him on stage, I'm like, my God, I forgot. I, I am constantly, after 25 years, I'm still surprised uh, that, that it takes me back, and I go, wow. I forgot how great a songwriter and how great a singer he is. Right. <laughs> I'm just the one no. going, why isn't, your, why isn't it your turn to go get the car registered? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually right. ask him to do that. <laughs> but he you get caught that. up in the everyday life. And so, yeah, that's sort of what it was like, wow. It was just really cool. I mean, it was a long time ago, but I haven't forgotten that. Ah, cool. I, just thought that was, I just thought that was really neat. What about neat. you? What, any, what songs are, mean the most to you? Um, that's one of them. Compassion. Um, Remember when we did that one in the tent, Veggie? That night on Hill? In Kauai. And the time heals, was it? Oh, what? No, we also did compassion. We did compassion that night, but it's oh, not that on, oh, yeah, it's not on the DVD. But man, that was a moment. That was a total moment. What'd you guys sing? We sang a bunch of songs. Ah, and Chuck played the accordion. It was really, it was really fun. We were just going through the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was cool crazy. because the Japan the Japanese fans were there, and they didn't speak yeah. a lot of English, but everybody was speaking English when they were singing Todd songs. I remember it was like. One- it was a, she was dressed in her traditional sake outfit, and she was sitting at total rapt attention. And thankfully, um, James got it on DVD. He, he got it on video, and it's just great to watch. And people will get to see it. It's um, It'll be making the rounds. I just sent it off to Veggie. Veggie's going to bring it yeah. back with me, and we will dub and distribute if that's okay with James. And if he's not here to say it's okay, then we're going to pretend he was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James, yeah. for your permission. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that. It was a that was an amazing night. Um, hey, you and I in Austin are. Uh, I'm gonna have stuff. I'm gonna have carrots for you. I'm gonna have celery for you. I'm gonna have, <laughs> we're, gonna have a, we're gonna have a big old pile of kale. kale that's it. We're gonna have kale. <laughs> Mike Bender says, "Eat more kale." <laughs> I just saw a recipe for kale chips. So I'm going to try to make kale chips. I love kale ice cream. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, my favorite. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's a ticket. Kale <laughs> ice cream? Betty Mance is telling us that the Japanese women said they didn't understand the words to Todd's songs. They just felt it. And I remember that. I remember somebody asking them. It's phonetic. We already have Deja Vu. We always have. We already have that everything by uh, CSN on yours. Because I'd gotten it all. Well, I'm hearing Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, what that's that's cool. Like I'm trying to figure out where he is. Oh, I think we got a couple of calls melted together, which is happening. Mm. Oh yeah, eight one six too. Mm. Hi eight one six. Hello. 
Hi, you're on the air too. Do you want to just oh. go back to listening? <laughs> well, actually, I was like, who's I just, talking? That's Chris, right? I just right? got the list from my brother. Yeah, actually, my brother Corky is here. <laughs> so just. Uh, what did you say, Cork? Good evening, everybody. How are you folks? Can't hardly hear you. Do you love Todd Rundgren? Because we do. Well, may I please speak up? Is that okay? Yes, sir. Good, good evening, ladies, and good evening, Pippi and Michelle. It's good to talk to you both. Hi, Corky. What a lot of fun. What 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 a bunch of fun we had in Akron. Thanks again so much for all the work. Uh, uh, let's go back. It's been a month today. Today's the month anniversary since since A Watts won. Oh my mm. gosh. But anybody's counting, but Lois texted that to me bright and early today. Happy <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lois. Lady what are you what are you two working on? I'm just tuning we're, in. Uh we're working on a play here in Austin that we opened the last two weeks of October. It's called What Was I Thinking? Bad Boyfriend Stories. And it's just a, a bunch of girls who get together at a at an art gallery and start talking. And drinking. Talking yeah. and drinking. Lots of drinking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's not pop drinking. It's just going to be colored water. You know. Jesus, a former very bad boyfriend myself. I think I could really be a lot of help on, you know, consulting this, but... Uh... <laughs> I've been a, I've been a, I've been a pretty rotten boyfriend a number of times. So, well, we've we've gotten a lot of bad boyfriend stories, but we could use some uh, bad, you know, crazy girlfriend stories. I think uh, we might have to start collecting some of those just to even up the odds. With with, with therapy, I've been able to forget most of them. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we also just started talking about um, any particular songs that have meant a lot to you throughout life, like any Rundgren stuff that, that oh are your favorite? You know something, I I am so enamored of of the of 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 a lot of things that that came from up against it. I don't know why that appealed to me so much. I'd give anything yeah, I've seen at a stage. Um gosh, if I have to be alone. I don't know why that one does it for me. Uh, that tortures me, though. That's so painful. Yeah. I I know it, but but it just it's it's you know it's got I, I don't know both hope and despair in the lyrics. It just really does it, and uh, parallel lines, of course, and you know what what an incredible piece of work, and I the the fact that he's performed any of it after you know you know the, the lack of success, if you will, with it, whatever. Just it's just such an astounding body of work. It just really gets me. And of course, I like everything. And you know, I didn't get much of a chance to talk to Todd there at the event, and and I did see him the last evening in that uh, little bar there where they were gathering, and folks were crowding the poor guy, and he's trying to get his meal in, and and you know, here's more stacks of albums for him to sign. And I thought the best thing I can do is be respectful, and you know, just stand stand aside, talk to everybody else, and that's what I did. But you know, I got to see, if I could go on just a tiny bit, I got to go as a 15-year-old, I believe it was, 16, somewhere in there, to go in 73 or 74 and, and see, you know, a, a solo tour. This first time I was ever introduced, first time I ever saw the music, and, and I've been going to tours ever since. I think I've only missed maybe two. I've traveled all over to catch music. It's been the soundtrack of my life. So to, to pick favorite songs, you know, how difficult, but those those really do it for Oh, thanks for like helping me put kids through college. All those, all those years. Uh, I, I'm missing part of what's being said, but ladies, thanks for, for letting me dial in. And Michelle, thank, thank you, for, you. Thank you for all of your hard work. Bless your heart for everything that you did. And 
I, I know there was an awful bunch that was going on behind the scenes, and uh, a lot of a lot of hard work by everybody. And just gosh, what a magical time! It's going to be more. We're going to we're going to see some more. So hopefully it wasn't just a one-off. It's going to happen in states again. So keep your fingers I, crossed. Hopefully I'm not, in your. I'm not quitting this Costco club anytime soon. Not me. Bondi <laughs> <laughs> scheme, what? All your money's going away. You get a lot in return. There you go. Thank you for Ladies, thank you for having me. Good night. Good night. Okay, I wanted to say something. And Michelle. Hi, Veg. You want to hang? What do you want to do? You want us to mute you? Or are you happy? Um, I'm good. I can sign off and let somebody else come on. I can listen on the computer. It's fine. Are you 585? Um, five, five. Are you 585? Five, five? I'm 585, five, so I will see you guys in a month. You'll still be able to listen, and we will see you very soon. Less than a month, honey. Cool. Can't wait. Can't wait to so see good. you and Rob. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> now, you were going to say something, Pip? I was going to say something I've never told Michelle. Hmm. Um, I alluded to it once on the chat room, and it caused all this uh, intensity and laughter, and I kind of backed off from it because it was it was very, very personal for me. But uh, I said some flippant comment, like I always do, about the fact that I got pregnant because of Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was thinking about uh, what Corky was saying. It's a soundtrack of our lives, which is such a cliche thing to say. But really, I mean, I was in sixth grade when I heard Onomatopoeia. And when I was a very young girl, like, seven or eight, um, Flamingo was the sports score music in my hometown. Oh, wow. So my exposure to Wizard, a true star, was real peripheral. I, I would watch the sports scores, and there was this really jazzy music playing, and it was exciting when you were a little kid. Um, so I, the little kid music was in my elementary school experience. In junior high, uh, you know, it wouldn't have made any difference. It's like, what does that mean? What, how, how does a relationship work? And, and what do those lyrics mean? And can we still be friends? And another junior high kid said, uh, what he really means is can we still have sex? It's when you break up with someone, but you still, and, you know, now we have a whole lexicon for it. You know, um, what, what is it? Uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to repeat one of the words I can think of, but like booty call. Oh, yeah. So Todd invented the booty call lyrically without really talking about it. Um, but, but it's when you're really broken up, but you're not quite broken up. And when you're 14, you're just like, Jesus, I haven't even had a relationship to break up from yet. Wait a minute, there's going to be like this addendum time as well. So high school got into other songs and then when I was in college I would ride my bike and I had an image of myself as being an unhealthy person because I'd been a physically unhealthy child I had asthma and allergies and I lived in a cold climate and I wasn't very fit but when I moved to Texas all of a sudden I was really fit and I had a Walkman that weighed about eight pounds and I put a cassette tape of healing in it and I would bike for miles and miles and miles by myself, listening to healing. And not long after that, a whole season where all I listened to was that album, I got pregnant with my daughter. And I don't know that I would have been in such a place physically. I felt like I was just, she was supposed to come to me. Oh, this is getting real new age. He does probably call the cops. Um, <laughs> she was supposed to come to me, and I was supposed to be open to it. And she did. And I wasn't listening to any other album that fall except Healing, and January 10th of 1988, I got pregnant with her. So how come you didn't name Ava Todd? Um, you know, when I was pregnant with my son, <laughs> when I was pregnant with my son, I really lobbied for Todd, and there was no way in hell. Sean was not having it. He wanted a, a, a more unusual name, which I think, how come you named, I mean, did you have a hard time when Todd said, let's name Rebop Rebop? I know Todd chose it. Yeah, I did at first. 
But he was just like, boy or girl, we have to name our baby Rebop. But the other kids have more uh, traditional names. Why? Why Rebop? Well, um, Rex, uh, that just came to Todd, and Randy was because Todd had lost his best friend, Randy, and so he wanted wanted Randy. And um, I don't know. He just he just knew that that's the name he wanted. What's Rebop's middle name? Gray. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Because I thought if he wanted to be an accountant, then I'd give him that name. Yeah, that's good. That's a smart choice. Hey, should we uh, take 360? Sure. Hey, okay, I'm just now poking you, but 360, welcome. Hi, I'm the 360. Hi, what's your name? This you is are. D.C., Michelle, Hi, Pippi. DC. How's it going, D.C., up there? Well, Wait. it's pretty good. Uh, well, my computer uh, bailed tonight, so I'm calling you on the phone and just hanging out and listening on the phone. Kind of got to the party late, so uh, I'm not sure what's come before, but enjoying the the uh, banter about favorite songs and that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. That would be very hard to pick, of course. It would be impossible in my case, but... So, it, so how's the time management? What are you guys doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, what? I said, how's the time management? For the radio show? No, oh, your per- personal time management. Oh, Jizo. Oh. <laughs> you know, I I am I am very blessed in that I have a little more time to certain projects and I have a lot of decisions to make. I've been offered an amazing job in LA and Todd has said he promises to date me anywhere I go but at the same time uh, the car you know it's like we have problems back home on Kauai that I always solved and he's there by himself and he's having to solve them like regular domestic things that you and I do all the time but he never has to do because I do them. I'm feeling terribly guilty. Terribly guilty that he has. I think there's a song called Man Up. I know. It goes Man Up. I'm sorry. Oh. It's a good song. You should listen to it. Man Up. So my time management, I'm freaking out about what project do I do? Do I go home and be a wife? I don't want to. I mean, I want to, but I don't want to. So I don't know. I'm just. Well, you'll, you'll find the balance at some point. I will. Somewhere, someday, somehow. Yeah. Wait. Um, Pursuant to projects, um, any any movement or notion or thoughts about uh, a music project, an album? Yes, and that one, I, Kenny Emerson and I have been trying to figure out when we're going to do that. I'm almost done with my musical. It's, it's now become a love-hate thing because we're down to the finale, and I'm kind of fighting with my partner about how it should go because it's, it's about religion, and I'm not an atheist, and she is. And it's so back and forth, back and forth, that I shouldn't say fighting. We're disagreeing, and I also have a composer that I work with. So the three of us are just, uh, it's, it's a really ugly time right when you're ready to finish a project. I'm trying well, to yeah, that. especially when it's it comes fun. to matters of religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sort of the Shiites and the Sunnis at this point. No, oh, there you but go. I so really I... want really want to do a record with Kenny Emerson, and he and I have written songs and everything. We just haven't gotten in the studio. Is there a certain direction that you take for that? I mean, is there, can you, is it in the genre sense, is it around the map somewhere, or is there a specific? Yeah, actually, because, I, I don't know why, but I'm so drawn to, like, goofing off and being funny um, instead of 
trying to be, you know, the big rock star that I thought I was in the 80s. I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm holding. I'm we're going to go tiki. We're doing like a tiki record, but it's fun. It's a really not quite madcap, but a fun tiki record. And uh, uh, so all original or are there some cover uh, songs in there? Uh, only a few covers. Some some, some originals. Um, and they're going to do Kumbaya in Urdu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Sort of like um, Lucy meets Martin Denny, but occasionally it's just Martin Denny with lyrics. <laughs> what are you all working right. on? Work. <laughs> work. I'm working in my music store and just working and working my ass off, you know, because right now the public doesn't really need guitars. Yeah. I don't know what they need exactly, but... Uh, Oh, anyway, that's just a lot of that. Well, Christmas time is coming up. Hopefully, that'll that'll boost a little. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Pretty good. Well, enjoy talking to you guys, and uh, all the best on your project. Uh, any chance that might come on the road somewhere? You know, it all depends on if I take this new job in Los Angeles. It, oh. It really, does. and the new job is very, very, very tempting. And and as everybody knows. Uh, we've got to work really hard to get that mortgage paid. So, yeah, uh, is it a job in media, as in journalism, or or is it actually like an on-air job? He's gonna be Paula Abdul now. Yeah, <laughs> except much cooler and less drugged, but but only slightly less drugged. I uh, I've been offered a job to go do what I did last summer, which is do performance coaching for record labels, as well as write and produce. Uh, content for a new delivery system. They want lots and lots of music videos, and it's a company that's going to be kind of like a record company, but more like an iTunes record company where we develop the artists, we do their video, we sell their stuff on our delivery system. So, And it's something I really like coaching. I was in L.A. for four hours, and Diane Warren's client called, Justin Timberlake's label called, and so I was coaching all these people that I have to sign non-disclosure agreements. I can't tell you who they are, but I have yeah. a class. Well, that sounds great. And, I know. Uh, you know, you you got to follow your heart. Hey, and pay your more. Hey, Michelle, I have yeah. a funny question. I'm sorry. I have to ask Michelle this. Yes. Of all the famous people that you've been around lately, especially, has anybody surprised you by saying, oh, my God, I love your husband's music? Has anybody really shocked you with that? Like, you know, like Snoop Dogg or somebody. Well, let's see. I'm not. I'm dealing mostly with pop artists in Los Angeles, so I'd probably have to say Patrick Leonard, who produced Madonna and wrote a lot of her hits. Although he's a real musician, he had a real hard. I had a segment where I interviewed him for my whole music school, and he seemed to be so uncomfortable. And afterwards, he just said, I am such a huge fan of your husband. I couldn't even sit next to you. And I'm like, what? And then Reebok walked up, and he almost fainted. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my God, you are your father. When oh, he, you know, it's like, oh. like, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> so that, that was kind of fun. And he and I have become really good friends, and he's great. In fact, I'm, I may try to book Patrick Leonard in towns all over. He does these great concerts in churches. And uh, where he does a lot of improv on piano. Church's Chicken? Yeah, that's it. Church's yeah, Church Chicken. Is chicken yeah. uh-huh. What was Captain's band name? Fat Helen and the Chicken? Fat Helen and the Chicken. 
Yeah, I got a T-shirt right here, Fat Helen and the Chicken. <laughs> Each breast, one breast is named Fat Helen, and the other one's named the Chicken. That <laughs> <laughs> was very. It was very cool of you to call, and I I always appreciate hearing from you, and I, I miss I miss talking to you on the radio. Yeah, well, uh, if you ever get up in the Northwest, you know, you can probably find me somewhere. I, I'm sure I will. I'll just pop in to, uh, would you like to give a little plug for your website? There's no web. Oh, There that's is right. no web. That's right. Yep, I'm, a, I'm the last guy on Earth. <laughs> But you know where to find me. And a pleasure talking to you guys. Have a lot of fun. Uh, all the best. Follow your hearts. Yeah. Well, we always do. And other parts, too. Bye. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to 617. That's a beautiful place. Okay, where is 617? I think it's Boston, Massachusetts. Hi, love. Dan, is this you? This is me. At least say 50. How are you, honey? Good. How are you? Hey, Michelle. Hi, darling. This is Dan Sticklunas from Boston, and just want to call and say hello and uh, and wish you guys all the best with your show. I, I wish so wish I could be there to see it with you. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to come. But a long summer waiting for AWOTS, and then it went by so fast it was like getting hit in the head with something, wasn't it? Oh, it was it was unbelievable. And Michelle, thanks for all that you did behind the scenes. I know it was a lot and a lot of stuff we probably won't even know about, but it, it was it was. I got to tell you, I've seen Todd, you know, over a hundred times. I've seen, I don't know how many shows. I've never enjoyed a show more than that one. Oh my God! It and you really, know, I mean, it actually brought me to tears a couple times, and and that doesn't happen, uh, you know, with me. It it, re- it really was overwhelming. I don't know one person who did not tear up at some point during yeah. that show. Everyone I've talked to has just volunteered that, and yeah. You know, you you and I talked. There was a lot of trouble with you trying to get there, and you brought your friend John, who wrote that beautiful review. And I need to forward that to Michelle because that was just such a touching review. It was almost slightly, moderately unbiased. I mean, the rest of us were all slobbering our heads off, but John right. kind of went a, an even eye. He wasn't, you know, palpitating and freaking out, and having a brain bleed like the rest of us. He actually took it in at face value. And so, for me, that review was especially. I, yeah, I agree. It blew me away, and, and it, it it said it in a way I couldn't, I could never. And I agree. this is a guy who's seen Todd probably a dozen times, probably ten times with me. So you think Newbie. someone like that would be a real veteran and really gets it? But we're driving out from from Boston, and we're talking about the uh, you know you know we're both busy. We hadn't really had time to plan and obsess about the whole thing together so much. So we're driving out. I'm like, well, we got to listen to a Wizard of True Star to get pumped up. And he goes, oh yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I listened to that. And then, in talking to him, we realized he really didn't know the record. You know, he really he didn't start seeing him from like the mid-'80s on. So we're playing it, and he goes, you know what? I've got to be honest with you. I don't really like it. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. This is going to be interesting. So in the end, you know, I was a little bit you know uptight about whether or not he would get it, but he totally got it. He totally was knocked out. You know, seeing it live, seeing it all come together with all the you know orchestration and the production really just blew him away. So, uh, when you, and me. When you said you teared up a little, was it a certain part or was it just uh, a? Yeah, I know, I know specifically what it was. Uh, the first and, and both of them, I think, I think what got to me was. Re- realizing how much work had gone into this, uh, not just with you and the band and with Todd, but 
the fans too, and Doug and Mel, and I mean people traveling long distances, uh, spending money they didn't necessarily have sitting around. Um, the first time was Bobby Strickland solo, ah. and just in, having heard Bobby on on the radio a couple of times and knowing how hard he works, listening him tell stories about people saying he wasn't a soulful player, and then he gets up there and he just tore the roof off the place. It was one of the most intense musical experiences I've ever had in my life, and my yep. mother and I were just holding hands. I mean, on Sunday, it blew me away, and on Monday, it wasn't diminished. If anything, it was more intense. And it was, yeah, actually, it was actually him and Jesse, too. When you, when you watch it back, Jesse is pushing him very much yes. in that solo. So yes. he, he, just, he just wasn't out front and with, with, the, with, the, with the presence physically, but both of them did it. And, and you know what... what I, so, so remembering back on that moment when it, it hit me and I'm, I'm tearing up during the solo, I'm like, I can't believe this is this good. It was just before that where Todd says, well, Todd's mic is on, he goes, it was all going so well. <laughs> I know. And then it was about to get even better at that moment, you know, so that's just... On, on Monday when everything just really hit the rails. It really didn't go so well for a little bit. And, and Todd said, this is the show we thought we had last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I couldn't stick around for that show. But, um, you know, if I had stayed, I'd want to go to a third. If I went to a third, I'd want to go to a fourth. You know, I just had to enjoy that one show. And thankfully, it was, a, it was an amazing one. Um, money because there's rumors. There's rumors around. I hear. I hear. I've heard. I've heard hints being dropped. Hey, take your coke bottles back to the groceries store to get your dime so that you can go. Okay. The the other moment that I remember tearing up was at the very end when when Chasm hopped up on R- Roger's pod and gave him a kiss on the cheek. Uh, and, and knowing that Roger had was really nervous, all I heard before the gig was, "Oh my God, Roger's really nervous. He hasn't played in 17 years." You know, we we met his wife on the elevator. You know, different people told us that. So, you know, those moments that really just made it. You know, it it just was so satisfying to see everything work and come together. You know, so. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was pretty shocked about how big it was, <laughs> and I was also kind of shocked being home in August. And then Todd and I went to see Rex play for five days, and he was amazingly calm. And then when I got to rehearsals, and, and then he told me, I don't have any costumes, I need some, that's when I was like, oh, my God, this is like a Broadway show, and, and you're so calm. I could not believe he wasn't freaking out. Wow. That's amazing. And so many things went wrong, and he didn't get mad. I guess he's maturing. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> But, you know, I I could tell. I mean, now I'm going to tear up thinking about you guys on the other side of the curtain. But that's, I think that that's what it meant a lot to him. Uh-oh, Pippi has to talk. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and if you're going to cry, then I'm going to cry. It was the fans that made him happy. You guys made him so happy. You could see it on his face. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows. And it's going to get, like, so... Oh, it feels like a church now. Okay, everybody just, everybody's a little cry now. <laughs> well, oh, I, didn't, I, got... I didn't mean to, uh, to derail the show and, into a vat of tears. So is there any way to see the show for people who can't make it to Austin? Is it, are you going to record it or webcast it or any kind of plan like that? 
I don't know. I, I, PPV. Yeah, PPV. Yeah. <laughs> PPV. We'll see. We'll we'll see what we can get together. It kind of depends on how rehearsals go. <laughs> I'm not as calm as Todd. <laughs> yeah. But thanks how, for asking. How big is the cast? Uh, we have eight girls and one guy. Eight girls and one guy. Oh. Cool. Uh, I wanted to... The deal is when you write a play, you have to try to keep the cast down as small as possible in yeah. order to make it affordable because most of the theaters are around 100 seats. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. It'll be tiny. And are you still soliciting stories of uh, bad boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend stories? Because in, yeah, in, in chatting with people today, I realized my brother has a doozy of a story that I probably shouldn't tell now without clearing it with him, but uh, it's a doozy, so... Maybe I'll yeah, definitely. Okay. Robert's Robert is offering um to video us. Robert Warwas. Yeah. Who as Lois calls Warza was Warza was was she gives it, <laughs> it it ends up being like a, a a Native American word when she says it and cracks me up. Uh Robert Robert Warwas is offering to video us and so I hope he will because he's quite talented with that. So if cool. you would do that, Robert, we would be very pleased. And then the next time when Todd stops Two happens it's like in a year or two uh, then we'll show it in the tent everyone okay Michelle's not even freaking out she's just sitting here so calmly I love it <laughs> okay great okay I'll talk to be there well I, I, I'll uh, I'll get off and let somebody else come on but back to the other question about songs that were meaningful uh, I mean real man is definitely a special song for me but the one that's not so talked about I think is uh, if I didn't try Oh, that's my, I love that one. You know what? When I got back from Hawaii, I played that song every single day because it ended up, I'm like Mike Bender, you know, Mike, Mike Bender, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but he gives each one of his children a Todd song as their song. And I often tie a song to an event. And for me, if I didn't try, ended up being my theme for going to Kauai by myself. Uh. Scared person, but I wasn't sure what to expect. And that song never had any personal meaning for me until I got back from Kauai. And thank yeah. you, Mindy, for, for bringing me the version that you brought me because I really love it. It's I love that one. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I think my whole life is a That's that's the lyric that really got me. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. We're gonna cry again. Who are uh, you? Well, I love you guys. Can't wait to hear all about the show. I'll be. Watching you from afar, so uh, ho- hope it uh, grows legs. Hey, there's there's a rumor, Dan, that um, AWOTS might come to South by Southwest, and I don't think that's a terribly well-kept secret, and I'm making it a less well-kept secret at the moment. So if not uh, early December gigs, which may or may not happen, I would love to see you in my town in mid-March of 2010 for uh, South Ooh, by Southwest. That's, that's a good, that's a good heads up. Mid, Mid-March good. might work. That's some scoop for you, baby. Yeah, Eat that's it. great. Great. <laughs> Aloha, Dan. Bye, honey. All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, hey we're, we're going to go 818 now. Is that in the valley? Uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure, dude. <laughs> Hi, man. It's actually East Valley. It's Burbank. Cool. Who is this? This is Laura B. Pippi. You saw the Laura DVD. B. Hi, Laura. I love it. I, I moved it on, and Veggie's going to watch it now, and then we are going to make it, if you guys don't mind, we're going to make copies for some people who, you know, shall remain nameless since they were part of the DVD. And-
If it if it's kosher with the Rundgrens, that's fine with us. Go for it. It's a beautiful thing to see, and yeah. I only cringed a little bit. Thank you. Oh well, you're on it a lot, which was I I, I liked, and um, it, it just I, every time I watch it, I I laugh so hard, and I'm so I'm just off to the left of my husband, who who was doing it. And so I'm not. I know this is being recorded. And I'm not singing. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was surreal. If I if I could, you know, put a a word onto it, you know, it it uh, I got chills. I got chills just about it. It's chilly. It's been a chilly, chilly show. The show is getting sort of emotional, Michelle. Oh, oh sorry, but hey, ladies, hey. um, uh, ladies, um, I, uh, uh, sweetie, I I don't think I'm going to be able to come out for the show the weekend I was planning. Um, I um I I work, I work on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. I work on Saturdays, and um, <clears throat> there's only one person who does my job, <laughs> so <laughs> kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, well, but now you, now you owe us a bad boyfriend story, so you'll have to send it over. I, I will, I will, and oh, kudos for having a guy in the cast, because when I read the book, I thought, ooh, wouldn't it be interesting to have a couple of male actors? It's always interesting to have a couple of guys. <laughs> for, for, for sure, for sure, and you know me, you know me living out here in LA. I mean, you know, I'm I'm in that community, and so it would be very welcomed here. And if you guys, you know, I'll hook up by crook. You know, I'll help you guys in any way I can out here. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Especially if I take that job in LA, then that'll be the only place I can do it, probably. Oh, that would be so sweet. And and Michelle, you know, when um when we were there for Topstock, I wanted to make you like a medal that said Saint Michelle because of all the the work that you were doing prior to everybody getting there. And you were just so amazing and so gracious to everybody. I just I, I'm, you know, I, the words I, I just fail me. And your family, your brother, what a sweetheart. He took me snorkeling so I wouldn't drown. I mean, <laughs> your whole family is just amazing. Uh, thank you. It's our mom's fault. Oh, well, oh, she did a she did a darn good job. You're 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 an incredibly wonderful woman and um it was just such an honor to sit with you in the morning having coffee and playing with the wiener dogs and Oh, I, I, we just, it was, it was a truly, truly magical time. Uh, thank you. That's great. Mm. No, you've been holding for a long time. You called because there was a certain number that you really liked, or that meant something to you. No, um, mated. Mated. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful song. When my husband and I were on vacation one time, we weren't married at the time. And we were getting a lot of pressure from our families 
to get married. And um, he put in a Todd with a twist, and he said, do you know this song? And he and I said, yeah, I do. It sounds different, though. And and he says, this is like us. And, uh, 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 oh, my gosh, that is our song. And when we got married, um, these, these really wonderful people were friends of ours. Um, they didn't know that song. So we had a different song played at our wedding. But that would have been our song at our wedding, Mated. Oh, cool. It's yeah, incredible. It it's it's just, it's, it's, oh, my gosh. Every and If, it, you know, we're playing, you know, Todd music, which we do a lot, strangely enough. <laughs> um, you know, we, we just get up and we start dancing to it, and the dog comes between us and starts barking, like, what are you people doing? And, you know, and we only have one, not like, not like yourselves. But, I mean, how many dogs are you are, are you up to now? Uh, five. We, Why? Yeah, well, we moved the dachshunds to San Francisco where because I went there with Rebop. And then when Todd and I were home back on Kauai, no kids, no dogs. It was so quiet. And Furberger had just died. Right. Um, I, I, was, I was sad yeah. about that. Yeah. Actually, um, my husband James, um, that picture that um, uh, Laura put on your website, um, the little memoriam or memorial for a um, – the, that little doggy, um, James had taken that picture because he took a bunch of pictures over there and he emailed them to her. So we were like, "Oh, what's the picture we took of that little guy?" Yeah, that's kind of sad. A really long, happy, happy life. So even though it was sad, but the other two dogs are crazy and so they're kind of making up for. Oh, that's good. For the four. <laughs> well, I, I, I my one of my favorite memories um, of being at Todd Stock was every morning was the. Um, the dog run, you know, there'd be like tons of dogs running down. Wah, 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 wah. It was funny. <laughs> Wake up, everybody. <laughs> no, no, we like <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to um, tie up too much time because I know there's other people who want to be calling, but I just want, um, I, uh, I, I still might make it out there, but I, I really don't think I'm going to. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys come to L.A., you know, I'll do everything, whatever you guys need to do. I'll set, I'll, I'll pass out programs, whatever you guys need to do, need me to do. And um, uh, Pippi, I just really appreciate, um, you know, um, your friendship and everything. And the, um, the little, the birthday message you sent to me. You're a very, very sweet lady. Well, you know what? Because you sent me that lovely video, which I was terrified, um, but it was. <laughs> Uh, and you sent it first for me to let me look at it. I am happy to shoot you if Robert, God, I'm just making all kinds of connections today. Um, if Robert will let me, I will send you a video of our um, show because I know you are so interested in, in L.A. You know, it, it's really weird, this world we live in, because the, who made that lovely, lovely poster at AWOT that showed where everybody lived? I think it was maybe through uh, oh. number. Um, anyway, I in LA and I got to LA for another event and you showed up there and it's it's really lovely and disconcerting you feel like you have friends everywhere you go it's family so, uh, yeah family actually it's so when you came up to me and and I've been obsessing on who was it that that filmed the sing along gone wrong which is what we call <laughs> it was long, us long, long, long. <laughs> you came up and you had the key piece and it, and so I'm happy to send you a video if Robert will let me you know, uh, send it to you without having to perform bizarre acrobatic sexual favors. Okay, sounds good to me. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, ladies, well, if I don't see you, hey, break a leg. 
Not again, though. No, Michelle can't break. No, no, leg. no, not oh, Michelle. Not not break an ankle, break a leg. It means you know, good luck. Oh, oh, and by the way, Michelle, your DVD that you um, gave people in their little um, goodie bags, uh, the NC-17 from a, a 34C, was off the charts hilarious. Yeah. Oh, good, thanks. Off the charts hilarious. You you are a goddess. And, um, hey! That's a real cheering sound. Honey, spread your wings. You, you're a rock star, too. Thanks, Laura. You take All right. care. All hey, right. You guys have a good night. Take care. Thank you for calling. Bye. Bye. We're getting some more in here. Okay, let's do. 859-859, how is you doing? Oh, it's, our computers are slow, so hold on one second. We froze. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mel, has this ever happened to you? You okay. try rubbing and scrubbing. Oh, <laughs> 210 is San Antonio. Okay, well, um, 859, we're going to have to get back to you because there's, uh, we'll see if this works. Uh, uh, okay, let's see. Is it going to work? Hello, ladies. Oh, Hi, 859-857-5309. Hello, ladies. Can you hear me? Hi, who is this? Uh, this is Dan from Covington. Hi, Dan. Dan from Covington. Coming down. Yeah, just, uh, congratulations on the new project. Uh, my question was actually about an older project, uh, oh. but I'd also like to chime in on the... Uh, most, uh, I guess, influential song from Todd's uh, vast uh, catalog. Uh, yeah, when I was in... Yay! Uh, Sorry, I really got I'd have to say the icon. Uh, for me, uh, it, out of so much to choose, but that, that period and the whole idea of, uh, of thinking positive and it really just sort of changed my life as, you know, a lot of people have the same uh, claim, and it's quite true. But it's you know those thoughts have always stuck with me, and I've always appreciated uh, Todd for that. Oh, cool. My question to you guys, or you, Michelle, uh, is about the I think it was called Venus Envy Project. Hmm. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, it actually uh, Venus Envy. We were we were was, almost we almost got a record deal. We were in negotiations between five labels, and there was or three labels, I can't remember. I'll just say three. And there was a bidding war, and that's when Todd thought that it would be the only time that we could have a baby because I could be pregnant while I'm recording the first record and have Rebop before the tour started. So on purpose, we got pregnant. We, we knew we had a 60-day window. Oh, I see. So, um and as soon as I got pregnant, because we thought it was brilliant that it would work out perfectly after we signed the new record I did and made my record, that, but the record company didn't see it that way. The second they found out I was pregnant, all three labels dropped. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, because that was such an interesting project. I actually have a couple of demos, and uh, I just wondered if anybody in the Rundgren radio audience had heard any of that or if it was even available to be heard. <laughs> You know what? I lost my master tape. So if you have a copy, I would love to get a copy. Dan from Covington, you just justified your existence tenfold. <laughs> Thank you. We got five minutes, people. We got and, five oh, okay. minutes. Actually, well, I didn't lose with, it. But. Good luck with Thanks. the project, and I'll get back to you on the uh, demo. Thank you so much, Dan. Michelle Rundgren at Yahoo.com, 1L. Aloha. Okay. 
we Aloha. Aloha. Hey, and uh, San Antonio. Okay, now I got. I want to make sure it don't freeze us out again. Yep. So, oh, thanks. Yep. I got a knock. at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Reminds me of the one I love. Deep in the heart of Texas. We're seeing, we're seeing because I screwed up the computer again. I, I clicked off and on too soon. Now, see, Doug and Mel should have given us those, like, helpful hints. Yeah, they want to see us fail. <laughs> Epic fail. They're, they probably have the house surrounded right now, I think. they know That is why they asked us to do this show together, so that we would be together, and they knew where we were, and they could get us corralled, and then they're going to let some, like, they're going to poison us, or they're going to put a net over the house. Okay. You know what? It's just so that everyone will know how, how great Doug and Mel are. Okay, yeah. Yay! <laughs> There's a cheering sound. Hey, 210, we finally have you up. You're on the up. Hi, Hello. Hello. This is Wendy. Hello. Hi, Wendy. I thought it might be you. Yeah, I called because I'm Perfect. looking so forward to coming to see the two of you and your show. Hey. I'll be bringing my mom with me, and uh, we're going to have a blast. And um, I'm not sure yet which uh, date we're going to make it, but uh, we're definitely going to be there. And I just wanted to call and uh, ask... Um, is there any news about the drum majorette uh, situation happening uh, the 1st of November? You know, I haven't heard too much since, and I turned it over to everybody that I know. So while I'm here, I'll see if I can figure out what's happening. I think the ball was in their court, but I'll, te- I'll check with Todd's uh, manager. Is there anything that any of us could possibly do that might help that? I'll, I'll find out, and uh, we'll start spreading the word. I'll let you know. You want to tell everybody what you are trying to do, which is so cool? There's a a group of uh, drummers across the United States, 13 locations, that are going to be participating uh, all together, drumming um, simultaneously the same drum rhythm. And um, what was going on is that the people at um, Carnival Cruise Lines had expressed definite interest. Uh, The people with Woodstick um, expressed definite interest. And if everything works out, I'm hoping it will, that uh, they're going to be drumming uh, Bang the Drum all day together, and uh, Carnival may be doing a commercial based on it. And it will be going into the Guinness Book of World Records. Very cool. Okay, we got one minute left, people. Uh, this has been so much fun. Hey, we'll we'll stay on just a couple more minutes, and Wendy, you can hang too. Um, we don't get that option; they choose. Oh, okay. Well, so they're gonna throw. They're gonna kick us to the curb. But thank you for Wendy for starting all that, and we'll let everybody. And we will know. see you. So tell us more when you come visit us, because it'll be before then. Oh, mm-hmm. we gotta go out. Sorry, you guys, it's ending. Bye, guys. Bye. Doggy, we love you. If you're listening to Rundgren Radio, you're amongst the coolest humans or maybe aliens in the universe.
so proud. You're only one Fellas, girl Yes, I'm so proud I'm so proud I'm so proud Of you I'm so Thank you. 